Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2053. Four reasons to ditch the fitness tracker and listen to your body. Part one by Julia Steyer of dietspotlight.com. And I'm Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy Saturday. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. It's kind of like an audiobook, but with articles instead, and articles from a bunch of different authors, and always with permission from the site. Oh, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. Now on Fridays, that's where I answer your questions. Remember, you can send me a question by going to oldpodcast.com slash ask, or email it directly to health at oldpodcast.com. Now, today's episode is a little longer than normal, so I'll read the first half today and finish up the rest for you tomorrow. So with that, let's hear part one as we optimize your life. Four reasons to ditch the fitness tracker and listen to your body. Part one by Julia Steyer of dietspotlight.com. You've decided to start living a healthier lifestyle. One year ago, you started tracking your food consumption with a free fitness tracker app, such as MyFitnessPal. You decided to limit alcohol intake, cut back on refined carbs, and started saying no to sweets. You joined a gym, bought a fitness tracker, and started steadily collecting splat points or whatever minutes in the orange and red zones you achieve. The weight slipped off of you so quickly in the beginning, but for some reason, your weight loss has tapered off. What's up with that? In just a year, your total weight loss is 12 pounds. One pound per month. You feel good despite the lack of change on the scale. You've been listening to the trainers when they say push or go for two more reps, but your BMI still sits on the overweight end. So, how do you get that extra nudge so the scale begins to move again? It might be time for a change. Your body has adapted to the workload. It's bored and it's getting tired. Your body is speaking to you, but you've been ignoring it because you believe in the fitness tracker. Trackers are great, they're wonderful, but they're also dishonest. It says you're burning upwards of between 600 to 1,000 calories in one session alone, 
and you go three to four times a week. So you're potentially burning 2,400 up to 4,000 calories with exercise per week. More weight should be coming off, right? Something is not adding up, and it's time to figure out why spending hours on the treadmill, row machine, or elliptical that's not translating to fat burn and weight loss. You can only use the excuse, muscle weighs more than fat, for so long. It's time to break up with the fitness tracker and start listening to your body. So, fitness tracker, we should take a break. It's me, not you. Some great at-home exercise videos preach muscle confusion, such as P90X and P90X2 and 3. Your fitness tracker, though, does not monitor muscle confusion. To be entirely forthright, your fitness tracker doesn't measure anything accurately, except for your heart rate. From a study of seven different fitness trackers in the Journal of Personalized Medicine, six of the seven measured heart rate with an error rate of less than 5%. The Apple Watch was the most accurate when it came to heart rate, with a less than 2% error rate. But when it came to caloric output, the best-performing fitness tracker still had a 25% error rate. Another fitness tracker was off by close to 93%. So when you measure your worth in calories burned, or are a member of a gym you pay way too much for to stare at your heart rate on a screen, just remember that that number might need to be sliced by a third. So let's burn some misconceptions about your fitness tracker. Let's look at four reasons why it might be time to start listening to your body and stop paying attention to the fitness tracker. Reason number one, incorrect calorie counts. You've collected 24 splat points on your My Fitness Tracker app. You saw your heart rate in the red zone for 22 out of the 60 minutes. You've burned 963 calories, and now it's time to feast. Hold on a second. If you dictate your food consumption based on what your estimated caloric output is, you might be overeating which could derail your healthy living. Weight loss isn't rocket science, it's regular science. You will lose weight if you reduce calories, which means you are burning and using more calories in a day than what you are taking in. An important component to this is knowing your basal metabolic rate, or BMR. Your BMR is significant because it's the number of calories you need to keep your body functioning while at rest. So if your BMR is 1,500, and then you burn 600 calories with exercise, to sustain your current weight, consuming 2,100 calories would work. But if you are looking to lose a pound a week or a pound every two weeks, you may need to have a caloric deficit. Maybe anywhere from 250 to 500 calories would work for you. So you would subtract 250 calories up to 500 calories from 2,100, and that's your estimated caloric intake as long as you are still exercising. However, If you are in a calorie deficit for an extended period, you may not continue losing weight. And as a result, you may cut calories for too long. Reason number two, can a fitness tracker cause you to cut too many calories? For those on the opposite end of the spectrum, those who begin tracking calories with an app that syncs up to the fitness tracker, this can propel them into achieving immediate weight loss. With the caloric deficiency, there will be weight loss but quick weight loss can be traced to water weight and glycogen stores. However, to maintain steady weight loss, there needs to be a degree of progression with your workouts. Greater volume, higher workload, longer duration, whatever it is, it has to develop continuously. As your body gets stronger, you could reach a point where your weight loss begins to taper off or stop altogether, and that can be linked back to your body adapting to the calorie restriction. And if there isn't change, The weight loss plateau is your body's way of telling you to make a change, regardless of what the fitness tracker reads. 
If you hit a weight loss plateau, you need to listen to your body. It will continue to signal you with hunger pangs, gastrointestinal disturbances, lightheadedness, and fatigue. You know, all the symptoms of overtraining syndrome. Reason number three. Hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled Four Reasons to Ditch the Fitness Tracker and Listen to Your Body by Julia Steyer of dietspotlight.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. A while back, I did receive a question that I answered on one of our Q&A episodes. I can't remember the exact episode number, but I talked about fitness trackers. And one of the things I mentioned was when we look at studies, many of the fitness trackers are completely inaccurate. And so I'm so glad Julia, the author of the post I just read to you, mentioned that. And so if we plan everything around our fitness trackers, we're probably gonna be doing the wrong things. Just as she mentioned, we may end up overestimating how many calories we burn. And that's really common. Even the machines at the gym that are supposed to be tracking your calories, you know, those machines where you enter your body weight, you enter your age, your gender, and then you start working out. And then by the end of the workout, it tells you how many calories you've burned. Well, those are often wrong. And they often overestimate how many calories you burned. And so the problem with that is if you're using those machines to help plan your meals, well, you're probably gonna be getting too many calories. And then the other problem is, depending on how you're tracking your meals, whether you're actually writing down the exact portions that you're having, whether you're able to match the exact food you ate with the food that's found in some of these apps, that's gonna definitely mess with how many calories it's telling you you're eating every day. And chances are, again, that's not gonna be super accurate. Now, while it sounds like I'm completely hating on fitness trackers, Don't get me wrong. They are fantastic for motivation, especially if you're looking at your fitness track and you're like, ooh, I only got 100 steps today. I need 9,000 more. That's great. If it gets you to move, that's perfectly fine. What I'm saying though is don't rely on them too much to be completely accurate. But again, if it gets a person motivated, if they look at their fitness tracker or they look at what they ate on some of these apps and realize, ooh, maybe they were off, they're not maintaining like they should be, and it helps a person get back on track, then absolutely, I'm all for it. All right, that'll do it for today. Thank you, as always, for listening. Thank you for subscribing. And I'll see you back here tomorrow where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits.